you are listening to the TN Horror Podcast Network. Horror with a sense of humor. The Unbeknown Podcast is streamed live to a Twitch.tv audience and is recorded and uploaded as a video on demand via YouTube.com. The show is also produced as a podcast available on your favorite podcast platform. The following program is intended for mature audiences and is for entertainment purposes only. Each host is responsible for their own content and comments. However, context is important, and they are attempting to be entertaining. Please assume that any statements made are in brevity and in no offense was ever intended. Please enjoy the show. I know that I know nothing. Perception. Reality. Mysteries of the universe, universes, perhaps multiverses. Glimpses of the past, visions of the future. Secret, sacred, second lives. Untold stories, unseen worlds, cover-ups of government conspiracies. Unbeknown. The show that discusses these things and more. Gives you the chance to take part in the discussion by chatting online or joining in our Skype line. Share your story or stories as a part of the show, or email them in to be told as only we can. As Jim Jam and others before him want to say, I want to believe. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome, guys. Welcome to episode two, number two of the Unbeknown Podcast. Yes, episode number two. We made it, guys. We did it. We got to episode number two. I feel like that's a huge accomplishment. No one quit yet. Ryan. Yeah, no. <clears throat> Yeti's here. He's just not on the webcam, but yes, Yeti is here. We got Jim Jam as well. How you guys doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I am doing fucking great. I've got a, uh, I've I've got some some knowledge bombs over here, man. I cannot wait to dig into it. Oh, man. It's gonna be fun. So, if if you're not aware, if you didn't tune in. Last week, shame on you first. Let's go ahead and say that. If you didn't check out our YouTube channel, uh, uh, The Unbeknown Podcast on YouTube.com uh, and watched our first episode, um, then you might not know that this week we're going to be covering Project Blue Book. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well. Um, before we do that, let's just uh, kind of, you know, reintroduce ourselves. My name's Aaron. I got... Jim Jam over here. How's it going, Jim? Jim Jam here. What's what's been up with you, man? What's what's the news? What's the what's going on in your world? Sweating like a pig. Yeah, I know a little bit about that. I've seen no, you it. Don't. I don't seen it. You, you've I've seen, seen it, it, but you didn't experience it. I look. I look through this glass, this window from my nice air conditioned office, and yeah. I see you out there, and you you. You're sweating for sure. <laughs> like I got the I got a new uh, the unbeknown podcast T-shirt, which you can get at uh, T Public. Uh, 
Why aren't you wearing yeah, that? Um, I figured you'd be yeah. sporting it today. Well, <laughs> my daughter does the laundry and she's not very good at it. Well, and, yeah, uh, it has not got washed yet. And uh, it rings all on it because it was soaking wet from uh, me sweating like a poor church. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, asked, yeah. I asked you the other day, I was like, man, you been out that rain? <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah, no, that's me sweating. <laughs> but yeah, that shirt does look sharp, man. It looks real good. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna actually go out and get one. Uh, hopefully this week and uh, take care of that. I'm looking forward to that and sporting it next week. So until then, I'm just Scott Pilgriming it up. So, uh, but yeah, Yeti, how's it going, man? Oh man, really good. I've spent the last few days. Uh... Just fucking knee deep in serial killers and aliens and fucking government cover ups and oh man, it's been it's been it's been rough. I'm, I think I've become almost insufferable over the past few days, but uh <laughs> Right. Between uh between trying to mesmerize Amish people and uh my fucking long winded What? So you ought to hear that story. Oh man. What were you? What were you doing with the the Amish? What are you? What are you doing to them Amish people? They just tried to get by, riding their well, bicycles. And, oh no, no no no! Well, there's there's an Amish market that I can't disclose the location uh, of. Fair enough. And uh, my wife drug me out there all early in the morning because they don't have air conditioning because they're Amish and it's hot and I'm fat. So, you know, that's how you get me out of bed in the morning. <laughs> And she, she promised me that there would be ghost peppers and zucchini bread, so I might as well get up and go. So I went, and I mean, they've got, they got produce, and they got baked goods, and all of it's just, like, one thing about the Amish, man, they make some bomb-ass food. Uh, I got nothing else food. to do. I mean, I'm surprised. Yeah. I mean, oh, and they work so hard, too, I guess. They have to be yeah, they, they fucking... <laughs> They put a lot of lot of lot of love and pride into everything they make, you know, and, and they make such such good stuff, and they make, and the prices are fucking phenomenal. But you know, I'm a little tight fisted, so I thought maybe, maybe we could uh, we could get a little extra discount. So I figured since they're not a technologically knowledgeable people, uh, that I could I could easily mesmerize them. You know how like when you see shows where some people. And they go to a, a place and they have like a, a fucking uh, a lighter and then the, you know, the natives are like, oh, they make fire. Or, or if you've seen uh, fucking uh, Army of Darkness where he's like, where Ash busts out that gun and he just fucking, he becomes king. You know what I'm saying? This is my boomstick, motherfuckers. Yeah, right. Well, uh, I took my my wife because I, I care about her safety. She carries a uh, stun gun in her purse. And... Uh, I'm big on personal defense, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, guns are just kind of a thing that, that yeah, not right now. But, uh, so she's got a stun gun at the moment. So I took it out, and I stood up on a, on a little on a little block, and I fired the stun gun in the air. And I, and I said, I said, behold, I control lightning with my hand. I am the wandering prophet. I am he who is sent from he who is called I am. You must give me free zucchini bread. In the name of Jehovah. Uh, they had seen a stun gun before. Oh. And uh, uh, politely asked us to leave, but not before <laughs> they allowed us to buy produce and baked goods at they, full price. Oh, so they let you uh, finish up your transaction and get the fuck out of there, is what basically yeah. what I'm hearing. Okay. 
Yeah, fair enough. At least they did that. At least they let you leave with your goods and uh, not maybe a boot up the ass. So that was good. I got, I got well, I had a stun gun. Well, you had a stun gun. I mean, fair enough. I just Yeti used a stun gun on almost person. Yeah. Yeti, you would make the news. It's guaranteed you would make the news with that. Karen fucking T. Today's society. Oh, yeah, man. You know, they'd be like, see, we told you electricity was bad. It's bad. <laughs> it hurts. Jerks. I didn't like to piss myself. Oh, man. Uh, oh, that's, that's, that's it's been fun. It's been fun. Good deal. Good deal. Like I said, I've just been messing around with uh, video editing, trying to trying to learn a little bit more. This is all brand new to me, so it's it's fun. It's fun. It's time-consuming, yeah. but it's, it's fun. So there's there's been a bit of that, and... Uh, got our first video, like I said, up on uh, YouTube. So if you go to YouTube and you search The Unbeknown Podcast, you'll find our channel there. If you would, you know, maybe uh, go there, click the subscribe button, and uh, ring that dong. You know, that that bell that's under the video. That uh, lets you know. Yes. Ding the dong. <laughs> Ding that dong. Dangle the dong. There. Yes. Dangle over there the dong. And jangle it. So uh, make sure you do that so you know uh, when we post those. It takes a few days to get it up sometimes. Uh, sometimes there are things that need to be cleaned up and uh, worked on. Um, we're still trying to figure out a few things, or at least I'm trying to figure I'm new to the game, so, you know, I'm trying to figure it all out. So, But anyways. Like blue pill. What's that? Sounds like it needs a blue pill. <laughs> yes. Said it takes time for it to get up. Yeah. It takes it takes a little bit of time. <laughs> trying to fucking be funny. Was that a yeah, bad joke? Yeah, you're just, you're hilarious, hilarious, sir. It is hit too you know close. What else? It is hit too close to home, man. I'm getting old. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know what else is funny? Have you guys heard about the? Uh, I think it's like four hundred thousand people have joined this Facebook event to go and raid Area 51. It's, I'm hearing it all sorts of things. Like, my friends that have nothing to do with this stuff at all, that I, I felt like, oh, these people don't don't know what's going on. They're, like, talking about it now, and I'm like, now there's memes, you know. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that's crazy. The government keeps their secrets. There's there's uh, signs posted all around there that they'll use deadly force if needed. And, uh, you know, they're, I, I don't believe that they're going to go out with the intention to mow down a bunch of internet neckbeards. I mean, I'm sure there's some great people there, but it's just a fucking stupid... Like, I understand. I want to know. I want to know what's in there. I want to know what they're hiding from us. You know what I'm saying? I, I want some transparency because they can't hide this information from us forever. But at the same time, that's not how it's going to get done. What's going to happen is you're going to have... Yeah, maybe a couple hundred people out of 400,000 or whatever that signed up for the group. They're going to go out there and try to rush the fence. People are going to tell them to halt, and they're not going to halt. They're going to fire a warning shot, and that's not going to scare most of them away. And then they're going to spool up the fucking M60 on the side of the wall, and it's just going to churn blood and sand as far as the eye can see. And uh, they're still going to... I don't think so. I think what they'll do is they'll probably go out there. If it happens, if it gets to the point where there's actually people rushing, they'll have people, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll get a lot of people out there just to physically manhandle them. I think that's, that's my assumption, you know, not, you know, 
with the eye with the thought that none of those people that are rushing the fence or anything like that are gonna have weapons. If they have weapons, then yeah, they'll probably you know get taken down. But yeah. if they're just regular old you know you and me, you know running 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 slowly across the field, they're just gonna run out there and you know force me to the ground. I know that's for sure. At least in my oh case. yeah, <laughs> they're 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 gonna they're gonna fucking mollywop a few of them with nightsticks and oh, shit. Yeah. And once they put their I, hands on me, that's when I'm gonna be like, oh, this is real. And oh, uh, this is a bad idea. I'm not doing this. I I give up. I give up. I'll turn around. I'll turn around. Laying <laughs> on the ground, tapping out. Like I tap out. I'm tapping. I'm I think there's gonna be a lot of people that are just gonna be like, no, nah, this ain't this ain't even worth it. I ain't gonna try this yeah. nonsense. Now the guy that I guess supposedly kind of started the the whole idea and whatnot, he's now put up put out a statement saying, hey, you know, FBI government, I am not telling people to do this. I was joking. <laughs> this is. I, yeah, it's not on me, man. If people do this stuff, I don't want to be to blame. So yeah, well, it's podcast, and it was just a dumb idea that come up, and mm. now they're running with it. Like we're gonna fucking do this. <laughs> dumb ideas on podcast. Hmm. Let me think. Uh, <laughs> Next I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's I not outside the realm of possibility to think that the government would kill. You know, a thousand something civilians just to keep their secrets. I mean, look what they did on 9 11. Now, that's a story <laughs> for a different day. <laughs> well, okay, okay. I'm not a truth. I don't, I don't think that the government orchestrated it. I think they allowed it to happen. There's definitely some very questionable things that happened when I looked into it and said, all right. Now, this is a very huge conspiracy. Now, the best thing about most conspiracies is, you know, to keep the uh, the pool of people that know very, very small. And this one would have been pretty large. And with all the leaks that go on, now, this is a different time and age now with the Internet yeah. and how things are now and social media and, and the le how leaks are today. But still, I, I would be surprised if there weren't as many leaks about something as big and as heinous as uh as the government doing that now i like i said i'm not i don't put it down as a possibility like saying that it never could have happened i just find it very unlikely maybe that's like i said something that we could get into another day for sure oh god yeah. it would it would be that would be like a series <laughs> uh, yeah because right. there's a lot to unpack there. there is i mean i've, I've looked into it and there is a ton a ton I think it would be very interesting, though. We could possibly get people that was actually there to come on and talk to us if they want. That would be pretty cool, I think. No, yeah, I'm I'm not opposed to it. I mean, you know. How would you go about? I don't know. Well, that's uh, yeah, that can be another <laughs> definitely uh, another few episodes. Yeah, we'll look into that. So we got we got some stuff working though. I now that you kind of mentioned that, uh, I think next week hopefully. We will have a pre-recorded interview uh, with a certain somebody that Jimmy has been in uh, uh, communications with. Is that right, Jimmy? Is that kind of the plan? We were trying to do that this week, right? But it just kind of... Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're going to try to get a recording of it. Uh, Logistics yeah, didn't kind of play out this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, These um, things happen. Yeah. So I want to go back to the, uh, the idiots that are going to raid Area 51. I'm... Like, what if they was to somehow miraculously get past all the guns? What, what, what do they? What, what they expect what to find? Do, yeah. What if they do see what they're wanting to see, but yet get let down? 
I mean, are they going to see, see, like, you know, men in black style, you know, like, ridiculous underground alien, you know, hub, travel center thing kind of deal? Or are they going to see, like, a guy that's sitting there saying, I put files in the filing cabinet? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just old fucking retired military shit. It's Playing just cards. like, you know, M1 brands and shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a big. That's just a big ass damn. Uh, was it a? Uh, we moved that country. shit long moose, times ago. The moose lodge. Yeah. It's just the government moose lodge or whatever. Yeah, they were. Every, everybody knows that all the secret shit is in Dulce Base. Yeah. We, underground. We done moved that shit, man. All that shit that happened years ago. Y'all caught on yeah. to that. We moved that shit. Yeah, they gonna get in there and they gonna look around like it's just gonna be a big ass empty damn place. I'm like. Done this for nothing. Yeah. Or they're going to see the aliens that they think are, and it's going to be like the one from Paul. Yeah. It's going to be the aliens. I was trying to watch the shows. That would be pretty fucking cool. Aliens just in there blowing down as a fucking red-eyed Jedi. Yeah, man. Bob hits, dabs. Oh, man. You know, Klaxar, <laughs> my family invented what they call the dab. <laughs> Try <got> this shit. <laughs> you know, I know you, you used to live in Colorado, man. Maybe we can get some sponsors from some weed folks up there. Uh, you know, I could talk to some people, but, uh, you know, I read in a different crowd, I think. <laughs> my dude and bro game was not as uh, lit as the others, I could say. Yeah, it's a legit business. I would oh no, it like. is. Oh yeah, I worked. I worked we, in a lab. We we made. We made we a, like companies that want to. Maybe they have some like they could have a, a strain of unbeknown. Makes you see aliens. They let you talk to aliens. <laughs> let you think about the unbeknown. Yeah. All the things that you don't, all these things that you think you know, but how about the things that you don't know that you don't know? Huh? Yeah, there are known unknowns and unknown unknowns. There's stuff out there that you don't even know you don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> right? That's like, why we got this show. No. <laughs> yeah. Be high to listen to this motherfucker. Yeah. You yes. <laughs> Please do. We, I, I, I endorse it for sure. I'm a huge proponent of legalization of every form. So, do it. Just do it. Get it done. Hell yeah. But we live in the state that will be the last one to do it. So. Oh yeah. Kind of yeah, <clears throat> But anyways. <laughs> so I hope I hope everybody's fucking head is fully fed because we're gonna get into some. Some really interesting shit. <clears throat> I believe, and it kind of goes along uh, surprisingly with what, what we've been talking about, I believe that the first step to accepting that we are not alone in the universe, the first step to believing that there's something more out there, is to understand that your government lies to you about small things and about large things. <clears throat> Are either of you guys familiar with what's called the Gulf of Tonk Tonkin incident? Uh, I don't think I've heard of that. No, I can't recall it. 
the, the second Gulf of Tonkin incident is what spurred uh, the Vietnam conflict. Now, there were supposedly two. Uh, it, it, was a, it was an exchange between a, a communist submarine and, a, and an American vessel. The first one, they, the, they had picked up the submarines and the submarine had fired and they fired back. <clears throat> and the second Gulf of Tonkin incident... Uh, a submarine had uh, fired a torpedo at an American vessel and missed and they fucking just rained down hell on this submarine, wiped it out of the water and on the strength of those hostile actions in the Gulf of Tonkin over uh, over in Vietnam uh, fucking this is what spurred Congress to allow Johnson to pretty much declare war on Vietnam. The thing is is that this is this isn't conjecture this isn't rumor it's not conspiracy theory it's the truth there's a declass there's uh, documents that were declassified by the in, by the NSA in 2005 that show that one the reports that congress received and then and then worked from and released to the public were fucking false for the first Gulf of Tonkin incident and they were they were wild, widely inaccurate <clears throat> the second Gulf of Tonkin incident did not happen. <clears throat> the the American vessel expended shells into an empty waterway, claimed that it was attacking uh, a Vietnamese sub, and on the strength of that lie, we were pulled into a pointless war that uh, really fucking turned our country into the upside down for a while. <clears throat> it has nothing to do with aliens, but it's important to note that in fact, the government will just fucking lie to you to get to, you know, be able to do what they feel like they want to do. I mean, there was a the, back when uh, Kennedy was president, and there was this trouble with Cuba. The fucking the, the spooks came to him, <clears throat> came to JFK with a plan to uh, run a false flag operation that would kill American civilians and blame it on Cuba. It's called Operation Northwoods. You can look it up. Uh, it would fucking blame American... They would kill Americans, blame it on Cuba, and use that as an excuse to exacerbate a conflict with Cuba to eliminate the missile crisis. And, of course, Kennedy wasn't about that shit. He told him no. He struck it down. And then shortly thereafter, he was killed. <clears throat> so these are just things to keep in mind. Now, to get to the meat of things, uh, Project Blue Book was an Air Force intelligence program that ran from, I think, let's see here, 1952 to 1969. So let me, let me just jump in there. So 69. Uh, now our government's not doing that now, right? I mean, come on. They're not lying to us now, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I just wanted to, wanted to say that, of course, of course, of course. Uh, no, the, the government definitely... If they're not lying, they definitely like to omit uh, yeah. what they believe is not pertinent uh, to the uh, situation, of course. So, but but I digress. Go ahead, there, Yeti. Okay, <clears throat> there were two goals to Project Blue Book. It was to determine if UFO phenomena uh, represented a threat to national security, and to scientifically investigate what they could uh 
what evidence they could of uh, UFO phenomenon. So it wasn't <clears throat> to go out and find if UFOs are real. They worked from the supposition that something was happening and went to see if it was a threat to national security. Project Blue Book was the third of its kind. Uh, before it came Project Sign and Project Grudge, the final report from Project Sign said that UFO sightings represented actual aircraft, but there was not enough data to be sure of its origin. So, like, literally unidentified flying objects. Uh, after Sign ended, Grudge came on. Grudge is what it sounds like. It was a fuck you to everybody who worked on Project Sign. Uh, they did very little research. Uh, their goal was to debunk. And they did out of, just out of hand. They just fucking, whatever came across, they, they didn't even investigate, they just debunked it. Project Blue Book was a much more even-keeled intelligence operation. I can imagine the type of people that worked on Project Grudge. You know, I can just see those types, just the, the still face and, nope, 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 this bullshit, nope. I ain't happy. Yep. Mm-mm, nope. I hear ya. <laughs> Now, while the 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 final uh, the final report from Project Blue Book stated that uh, it said most of them were misidentifications of natural phenomena, clouds, stars, fucking swamp gas, whatever, conventional aircraft. Uh, <clears throat> there was also there were like uh, A10s and U2s that were experimental secret reconnaissance planes at the time. Uh, there was a lot of sightings of those because there they were new technology at the time and it hadn't they were secret and they were being tested so you know there were sightings of those that got chopped chalked up to UFO activity and while they say that there was no uh, there was nothing <clears throat> that could be categorized as extraterrestrial there was no threat to uh, U to national security. And there was no evidence submitted to or discovered by the Air Force that sightings categorized as unidentified represented technological developments or principles beyond the range of modern scientific knowledge. The truth is that out of 12, 000, more than 12,000 UFO reports, you know, most of them could be explained away as you know, misidentifications or, or even outright hoaxes, but there was a small percentage of them that were, are still unexplained. Within the realm of uh, of some type of possibility, or or in theory, uh, you know, as as possible as those things could be in our you know minds and how we think about things today, or at, at that time even. Yeah, there was there was there was no. They just kind of shrugged. They're like, I don't have any fucking idea, man. So they come to a point where they. They say one thing, but other other things that they say kind of contradict that. Like, oh, there's nothing there. Well, fucking, uh, fucking, there's no way that this could be of uh, alien origin. There's no way this could be an extraterrestrial craft. It doesn't exhibit any kind of uh, technology that we don't already have. But at the same time, they're saying we can't fucking explain some of this shit. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's... It's kind of a head scratcher. Like if you can't fully explain it, you can't tell me th what it's not. Of course. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so this 
<clears throat> like I said, it ran for fuck what was it, like seventeen years, and it was just they would go, they would get reports uh, because I mean for a long time when people saw UFOs, they would contact authorities because I mean that's just what you did at the time, you know, and. What I find really interesting about these early sightings, uh, and there's even there's even more uh, recent stuff like the Phoenix Lights and something that people in droves just see. Uh, there's a there's a really cool thing that happened within uh, the purview of Project Blue Book. It happened on uh, <clears throat> it during early July of, of 1952. So it's early in Blue Book, <clears throat> and it happened for, for a few nights uh, where unidentified objects would buzz DC, the airspace around Washington, D.C. They were um, orbs of light that would appear and hover and zip around and hover some more. Just, you know, crazy UFO shit. And there was already, always a few of them milling about the skies. But on July 19th, 1952, just before midnight, an air traffic controller at Washington National Airport, I think it's Reagan National Airport now, uh, saw seven unidentified blips on his radar. There's no registered aircraft in the area, and the blips were not following any discernible flight pattern. They were also seen to be moving in ways and at speeds that were unlike any aircraft, convention or, or uh, commercial or military. There was nothing out there from us or from the Roskies or anybody that was doing this kind of shit. <clears throat> At the same time, people all around the city were seeing what ha what appeared to be balls of light hovering in the sky and zipping off in random directions at high rates of speed before stopping to hover again. There was no slowdown. It was fucking speed and immediate stop. Uh, there were so many people calling the authorities to report the sightings that the city's telephone system crashed. Like, the, the system was completely overwhelmed. That's how many people saw these things outside of the, uh, the uh, air traffic controllers. At the same time, at Andrews Air Force Base, airmen were tracking the same seven blips, uh, both on radar and visually. Around 3 a.m., <clears throat> just before, because they had, they had been, there had been a lot of radio chatter between the Air Force Base and the guys in the tower at the, air, at the airport, and also uh, between the guys at Andrews Air Force Base and Newcastle up in Delaware, Newcastle Air Force Base. So they got to, for, some re for one reason or another, Andrews couldn't scramble jets. So they called in two Starfire jets from uh, from Newcastle and Delaware. Just before those two jets entered the airspace above Washington, D.C., all seven of those lights in the sky and on the radar vanished all at once. They all blinked out at once. Those two Air Force jets patrolled the airspace above Washington, D.C. for hours until their fuel reserves were so low that they only had enough to return to Newcastle. So as in moments 
after they left airspace above DC, moments after these Starfire jets fucking removed themselves from the situation, the lights came back. They came back on radar. They came back in visual. And this is this is air traffic controllers. This is airmen at Andrews Air Force Base. And this is uh, probably thousands of civilians who called this in. I mean, it's enough to make an analog switchboard system crash. <clears throat> what they what they gathered from what they had seen was that these craft, these balls of light, were monitoring radio chatter and uh, reacting appropriate or in accordance to what they had heard. They knew the starfires were inbound. <clears throat> they vanished, and as soon as they left the area, they came back. They were they were listening. They were watching. They were sentient. Mm-hmm. So, so, go ahead, Jim. They, um, well, obviously, I guess they, uh, couldn't, what is it? I'm drawing a blank what I'm trying to say. Um, so, you think they just turned off their lights or they just, like, vanished out of the atmosphere that quick and came <clears> back <throat> and they were done? Or, there's, there's, I mean, they could have cloaked. Uh, they could have went above what radar can detect. Yeah. They could, and there, there's some people that believe that, that <clears throat> there's two kind of schools of thought okay. with UFOs. There's one is the kind of nuts and bolts guys like, uh, Dan Aykroyd. If you ever listen to Dan Aykroyd talk about aliens, which I fucking, anytime you get a chance to, Oh God, it's so fucking cool. Just listening uh-huh. to him. He goes, he, as soon as he opens his mouth, it's a fucking rabbit hole. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah, guys, check it out. I, I think Jimmy was telling me about it a few days he's ago. Ufologist or whatever is that what it's called? Yeah, he's a uh, ufologist. You yeah, but uh, they're nuts and bolts guys. They, they, these are guys that believe that aliens are uh, physically traveling through space in physical craft. That that come down and and they're you know they're nuts and bolts. That, that, <clears> they, <throat> that they that all the rules of physics apply to them, other than the fact that maybe technology that they have might be able to, in our mind, defy those uh, those laws of physics. Is is that yeah. kind of the the mindset? Yeah, they're so technologically advanced that they can travel light years at, at a time, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Coming out around that time, you know, when they didn't have nothing like that, so pe- yeah, definitely people were going to be mesmerized or whatever. Oh, of course, I mean, we were just talking about the the Amish and the and the uh, uh, stun gun, stun you know. Gun. I mean, come on, you know, these people would have been amazed by quite a bit. I mean, think about oh, yeah. seeing like an LCD screen or an iPad at that point in time. How, it would how have been much witchcraft. That, oh yeah, I've been like, uh, this is, this ain't right. <laughs> this right? Ain't, I'm being I'm being tricked some way by some <laughs> form of, uh, you know, uh, diluting my perception or whatnot. So, but yeah. The other school of thought is that <clears throat> they're not interplanetary beings so much as they are interdimensional beings. That's the that's what I was thinking about earlier, like the different plane type uh, theory. Uh, going on there and the, yeah they, they come th- into our reality through thin spots 
that's that's why you'll see a lot of uh, UFO sightings localized in places like places like uh, oh it's usually around big water sources like you know up north around Thunder Bay Canada stuff like that there's uh, the the Great Lakes there's a lot of sightings around there there's also you know sightings a lot in the southwestern United States and the deserts and stuff there's there's got to be something to these localization of sightings where you'll have several several sightings in one area uh, due to whatever but it seems like they'd be coming over through thin spots in reality. Uh, just kind of where two universes meet and they find a way to pierce that and come through and, and travel back and forth at will. Uh, that's, I mean, that's another possibility of what was happening, that they had found a bubble there and came through. And it could be that they were trying to take his, cause you know, it's Washington DC. It's a, it's a place of power. Um, not only of government power, but if you look at the layout of the city, there's uh, there's some mildly arcane shit in yeah, the layout of the city. Definitely. So it, they could have uh, purposely or or accidentally fostered a thin spot in reality there. Um, so, I mean, uh, let's also, I mean, you know, we talk about aliens, you know, and 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 you know. Uh, interdimensional, even perhaps even spiritualist, like you know, from from a different type of veil or whatnot. But but I mean, could it also not be possibly if you're in that mind camp of any kind of re re religious type thing or a battle going on that that only we can see through a thin veil type thing. Uh, you know, I, I like to give that a little thought, even though I'm not really on the religious mindset. I do like to at least keep that as a uh, possibility, whether it's a known religion or an unknown. Um, you know, perhaps it was something along those lines of a battle of quote-unquote good versus evil or one side versus another. I don't know. You know, or even, you know, we've seen stuff in like the Marvel, Marvel Universe where, you know, uh, I guess it was what, like, uh, Captain, I don't know, uh, whatever his name, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, in the battles that go on in that, you know, that bubble that you kind of were speaking of, where they kind of go into this different realm and, and battle it out, and even though they're doing stuff, it might not affect, but in some cases, it does affect reality. So, I don't know, that's, that's another kind of thought process that I wanted to throw out there. To not, you know, completely ignore the fact that it could be something of a religious nature as well, or spiritual. It it could be, and there's 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 another kind of kind of theory on it that um, it kind of ties into uh, magical thinking in a way that the and I, I actually talked about this a little bit on on the horror basement earlier today. Uh, the way th there's there's when you look at uh, Magicians, you look at people who practice. Oh God, this sounds douchey. Magic with a K, you know, not uh, not sleight of hand, but people who work magic. There's two kinds of magic. There's lesser magic, which is every day. Uh, I believe that that everything you do to to, to better yourself and and to, to further your goals in life, these are works of lesser magic. These are works of of, of improving yourself through first focus, thought, and then action. But there's greater magic, which is worked in ritual. And there's a simple, like, almost mathematical formula to it. It's will plus ritual equals reality. You, that's, why, that's why you have these 
amplifying symbols in in the the it's called a psychodrama. It allows you to put your head into a whole different world of thought and and to focus your thoughts in a different way that they can your your brain magic energy can come out and change reality. Uh, it <clears throat> so this theory kind of speaks to you'll notice that a lot of people who see uh, anything cryptids are believers people who who a lot of times the people who see these craft are are at least open to the existence of uh very seldom do you see hear somebody's like i was fucking complete non-believer and then an alien showed up you know what i'm saying you don't ever really hear that about aliens or ghosts or cryptids and it's because you're in this headspace where you allow uh and especially for people who go out looking for it, you're in this headspace where you allow yourself to focus on wanting to see something, so you shift reality and you you uh, manifest that. So there there could have been something like that going on. There's yeah. like a, a manifestation of reality. Yeah, I I understand that, and and I can appreciate that that kind of uh, school thinking as well. But you know, one also would think that one that opens themselves up to that might be. A little bit more inclined to misunderstand or perhaps want these things that aren't what they are to be what they want them to be um, oh yeah uh, you know in the sense of uh, you know I know Jimmy was talking about it the other day uh, you know certain shows that are out there that kind of uh, you know have those people there they're out in the woods and like did you hear that did you hit? Oh, did you hit? Oh, let's go. Oh, let's go. Oh, that was that was such and such of so and so, and they're doing they're doing this and that or or whatnot. Jimmy, what, what was that kind of that situation? Mountain. I think it was called Mountain Monsters on Travel Channel. Okay, and and about how did that go? Man, these motherfuckers are. <laughs> out there. There's just one guy where he's the leader or whatever, and he's obviously got a bunch of fucking morons. It's. <laughs> I don't want to call them morons. <laughs> you no. already did. Yeah, you can't take it back now. <laughs> well, they're, this guy's got them in the woods, and they got a bunch of crazy motherfuckers, and some that know how to build traps, and uh, others that are trackers, and all this stuff. But they're mainly hunters, and they're from West Virginia. But uh, they they have my daughter believing that they were really capturing all these creatures. Like, there's a grass man. There's some kind of one that looks like, like a Ohio damn Ohio grass man. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and then one that is uh, like uh, it's a half like dog type thing with a fucking lion head. Man, you used to see those in the traveling shows, man. Where they got they got to be out there somewhere, right? Well, these uh these motherfuckers from uh, West Virginia are hunting them. them. Seems <laughs> like every show they're fucking catching or seeing these things, and I'm it's incredible. Yeah, well, some <laughs> of the stuff because they went they the one that we just watched not too long ago. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before. They were in a cave for, for this one huge creature, and there'll just be little marks on the wall, and it's nothing. But they're like, you see them claw, them claw marks up there, and then they'll have three lines <laughs> where it could have possibly, if it was real, uh, where it was climbing up the walls or something. And one dude actually got like it looked like he got drugged by something away from the other guys. It, that's why it's hard to watch those, you know, it's it, me at least being a little bit of on the skeptic gotcha. side that I am, you know, with the with the shows that are like in the in the houses or in the like in the cellars or in the yeah. 
you know, in the sewer system and they got, you know, the night vision lights and, and on cameras and all that stuff. And they're walking through and, you know, they hear that creaking right there. Oh, did you, oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Guys, did you? That was perfect, uh, Yeti. Right Hell you yeah. Go, you go. They're going to be in here somewhere. Let's check the meter. And it's, you know, I, 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 I don't want to completely dis, you know, uh, throw out the possibility that, you know, there's something to it. But when you do it every show and every time, you know, they put together something, there, there is something. I want them to go there and be like, yeah, nothing is happening here. Maybe I'm missing those episodes where it's like nothing. No, they, they, they get everything every time. <laughs> and if they would have heard that creak, whatever, just now, oh, man, they'd have their guns pointed that way. They, they carry. Daddy. They get they after you, man. <laughs> These some bitches are crazy fuckers in the woods. And that'll just be like there's one episode I think it was where they was tra- chasing the Ohio grass man, and it was going down this long uh, little road between you know each side had woods on it, and I th- I'm thinking the guy that was driving is which is the guy the leader I can't remember his name Trappers I think his name, <laughs> I think he just swerved and was like did you see that you know and they <laughs> he, off he to the right ditch at us. <laughs> like like someone threw something at him and. He's got these motherfuckers with him so on edge, like he—he's got to be feeding them some dope or some shit, but uh, or whatever. They went out and saw the Ohio Grassman before they. <laughs> <laughs> they they, they oh, know yeah. that guy by name. Why are you? Why are you trying to catch this dude? Y'all know where he is. Y'all know where he's staying. So they got—they got. got, got they're outside. They're in this thing called the side by side or a side by side, but it's a UTV. What it is, but uh. They're outside of it, and they got their guns pointing. It's like, watch your backs, guys. Watch your backs. And, man, it's like you got the damn heart-pounding music and all this. And <laughs> Oh, man, it's like it's so intense. And my daughter is just sitting here just like it's like, oh, my God, Dad. And she's running. Like, if I'm not in the room, she's running up to me and telling me what is happening. So she is oh, truly vested cute. in the that's, show. That's cute, though. Come on, now. That's so adorable. she wants to... She wants to go on Instagram Live sometime and talk about it, but I would love to get her on there and yeah. let him talk like Trapper or something. And <laughs> oh man, it's... let's put the call out for Trapper to come on the Unbeknown Podcast. Get you on right. here so we can talk about these things you catching. Yeah, right. What are y'all smoking up there in West yeah. Virginia? What's going on up there? Did you break? Can, can you? Can you? If you ever hunt anything in Tennessee, holler at me. Let me get some of that fire. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeti's like, I, I will go uh, hunting anything with you if you got that damn fire. Y'all been licking the funny stamps? Is that what's going on? <laughs> what if they're, yeah, they're, they're tripping on shrooms while they're hunting uh, these mo- Legalized shroomage going on, man. Oh, get back that's out to Colorado thing. check it out. <laughs> no. I'm a, hey, when we put this podcast out, I'm tagging the motherfuckers in this. <laughs> <laughs> all right so blue book blue book and back to dc so they they just never came up with a uh, an actual type of explanation did they just write it off as unsolved and unsolved? yeah i believe that was one of those that was uh fell under the unexplained but totally not aliens guys seriously oh, it's not really? aliens category <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing of any kind of supernatural but we don't know what it is so it's you know yeah yeah but it's totes not aliens guys not totes (laughs) totes that's so cray cray (laughs) y'all so this podcast is lit so yeah right (laughs) 
So, and then that, shortly after that, they had closed it down, or was that before? Because I, I thought no, you said this was, was in 60... 52 was when the incident happened, right? Or no? Yeah, 52 was right after the beginning of... Uh, the DC incident was right after the beginning of, of Blue Book, and this, this it went on for 17 more years of 12,000 different incidents, like fucking tens and thousands of reports. Uh, this, this one thing that you'll find, like a lot of uh, a lot of the older reports are corroborated by several people. <clears throat> I mean, there's some there's some pretty famous sightings. It's just one or two people, like uh, Benny and uh, uh, Benny and Betty Hill. They're one of the first recorded uh, abductees. This was a little bit before Blue Book's purview, but. Uh, you'll you'll notice that that a lot of them though are just like, you know, at least a couple dozen people will see this shit and report it. So there's just like years and years and years of this stuff. And of they that was just one of the the bigger ones in Blue Book. There's, I mean, so it's I'm, just it's deep. Yeah, it sounds like I mean you know it's it's all out there. Just just quickly you know look at your side. I kind of. Checking out the Project Blue Book Wikipedia, and I see here, you know, uh, Project Blue Book in fiction and how it's kind of been portrayed. I found it funny because I'm a uh, Battlestar uh, Galactica or whatever, the, the Battlestar Galactica of the 1980s. Uh, every episode ended with uh, a short statement about the U.S. Uh, Air Force's 1969 Project Blue Book findings that UFOs are not proven, not proven to exist. So they are, they they weren't proven not to exist, but they were not proven to exist, and are not a threat to national security. So people watching this back in 1980 on you know Battlestar Galactica and you know all those uh, you know Star Lord and all that kind of stuff, um, uh, you know to to ease their their tensions, uh, they had to to put that disclaimer out there. So I found that kind of amusing uh Battlestar Galactica the, the new one was badass I don't know if you haven't seen that guys that's a interesting show to watch with a really good ending most shows uh you know series I won't mention any names uh end very poorly after a long uh drawn out stint but uh Battlestar Lost. Galactica it's pretty good or like Lost uh, I wasn't gonna name any names. Maybe ones that are kind of in the the you know the current zeitgeist might be brought up, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mention any names. You know, I would so. say that that some series in the current zeitgeist <laughs> ended well in theory. Or well in enough. execution, they came lacking. Like maybe I don't know. Just pulling an example out of thin air, I would say that maybe the final season could have been two full seasons and could have really dug into a lot more things. But in theory, it was a satisfying ending for what was what we were given. Well, but, you, but you know, fall in into theory. that category where they're great for, you know, what they are while you're watching them. But then they don't end so well. Battlestar Galactica, the, the reboot was actually ended very well. And it might be something that I bring up in the future. Uh, kind of has a little bit of that uh, Scientology kind of feel to it. And what has happened in the past is bound to happen again. The loop and all that kind of... 
uh, yeah, it's crazy stuff, but it was very entertaining in 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 the end, which I'm always thankful when a show ends very well. So, but uh, just kind of looking it over there, I can go ahead and kind of anything else. Uh, I saw when I was trying to pull a little bit of research for this. I saw that there was a it's on the History Channel because of course it is. It's like a a fucking television series about Project Blue Book. Uh, apparently it's about an investigator who, who like investigator who goes out and looks into different alien cases or whatever. Yeah. I I don't know. I didn't really look at it, but it did kind of bring into mind like, uh, for instance, uh, men in black are, are are, a, a, entity that, that people like ufo enthusiasts and stuff that the, they'll talk about like you know if you if you see something that you sh- maybe shouldn't have seen or you may get a visit from the men in black and it'll just be some guys that look kind of weird they're hairless fucking sallow pale beings in black or gray suits that don't fit all that great telling you maybe you shouldn't fucking talk about aliens anymore uh there's 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 a interview with uh, Dan Aykroyd out there somewhere where he talks about uh, he was shooting a show uh, he was doing interviews and stuff uh, it was a show about UFOs and he was talking to experts and this and that and the other thing like experts within the field and stuff and uh, eyewitnesses and this that and the other thing and he was outside to have a smoke and he saw a couple of uh, men in black in their car and they're just fucking dead eyes staring, staring at him. And uh, after he finished his phone call and his smoke, his producer came out and was like, we got to get out of here within the next hour. We've been canceled. Uh, So it was like, you know, the, the inference there was that the men in black uh, somehow worked their way into influencing people more powerful and shut down the show because there was too much information getting out. But what most people think of when you say Men in Black is Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones fucking uh, using noisy crickets and neuralizers and erasing people's memories and shit and it being just a fun family-friendly romp through fucking uh, suppressing alien memories. And and I think what, what like stuff like this is, is it's, it's, <clears throat> it's a way of cultivating these, these pieces of art, these, these films and TV shows... In, in such a way that they devalue the reality of, of what's really going on. Like the Men in Black, you have this sinister uh, force to, to silence uh, witnesses and stuff. And, but, but now it's just a fun family romp through fucking uh, New York with a Michael Jackson alien and shit. You know, and the aliens invented Velcro. And, and, you know, and that's what people think of now when they think of Men in Black. So then you put out this fucking uh, Project Blue Book TV show and, you know, it gets some buzz. And the next thing you know, when somebody talks about Blue Book, people don't think about fucking 17 years of investigation into UFO phenomenon and the fact that they couldn't conclusively state that aliens don't fucking exist. They think about a show on the History Channel that was fiction. And that's how they fucking control our minds from afar. Subtly, like Inception. Man, I'm just kind of 
digging in here, you know, looking at some of the stuff uh, written written about Project Blue Book. It looks like uh, currently, and I hadn't been I hadn't been watching a lot of television. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna go ahead and throw that out there right now. It's either computer games or other kinds of nonsense podcasts and whatnot. But it looks like the History Channel is airing a Project Blue Book type of show. Started in January of this year. I don't know if it. it Getty, were you familiar or aware of that, or I don't know. No, I come across one. I just I, I, I saw to, it. I used uh, to watch, but all, I didn't watch it. I used to watch all sorts of stuff on the History Channel with all. But here lately, the History Channel has had disappointed me, and I I hadn't even signed up for any kind of television programming in the last year or so. So, but I, I wasn't aware of that. Just kind of funny. If anybody's interested in kind of following up more, and you know, they just want to sit around the house and watch television, you can. Uh, look out for the History Channel's Project Blue Book, such a DVRs, all that kind of fun, fun nonsense. But uh, while we take a break, a uh, quick moment here, I'm going to go ahead and we can hear from our sponsors. Does that sound good to you guys? Yeah, sounds good. Looks like we're having some technical difficulties. I don't know what happened there, but uh, uh, don't say. Ahead. Yeah, I know. I don't know what happened. Hmm, hmm, hmm. But anyways, if you are interested in uh, being a sponsor, because we don't have any sponsors, the the bit on that whole thing is uh, it's sponsored by no one. And if you are by chance uh, interested in uh, being a Patreon donor. You can uh, look us up on Patreon, the underscore unbeknown, and then we would uh, we would appreciate any kind of uh, donations if if you are able to. A uh, dollar a month would be great. That would help us out tremendously in trying to get you know stuff up and running, uh, you know, to better the podcast. So just want to throw that out there. Maybe next week I'll have that fixed. I don't know what happened there. Worked just fine last time. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell, man? I'm telling you. Uh, we, we, we got the point across. Yeah. Hey, it's a man in black fucking us up. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, oh, yeah, you can't. No. Y'all don't need to get any better or draw attention to this. That's what it is, guys. Hell yeah. That's what we're doing. And, or you can buy uh, uh, the Unbeknown Podcast t shirt. Yeah, I'm yeah, like I said, I'm I'm planning on getting one here soon. Throw that on, hope it on, have it on here soon. Looking all buff and whatnot, because that's what I look like. Um, Still working the audio, on audio audio listeners that are out there, if they're not checking out the our YouTube channel, which is the uh, Unbeknown Podcast, you check that yep. out. Make sure you're viewing that. Make sure you're liking. You're ringing that dong, dinging that dong out there. <laughs> all right guys so we took a talk about project blue book man that was uh very interesting we we know that they were looking into it at least putting putting time effort money uh into uh, investigating this which i guess in some reality i guess we should appreciate that right i mean they're they're wanting to know if there's something out there that could be uh of any kind of threat to the people here in our fine beautiful nation um so right we should be a little bit thankful for that but they weren't very forthcoming on it and uh 
that's kind of how it all all comes down to and and as we're aware the the government sometimes doesn't like to let people know everything all you know all up front they only tell us what they think we should hear if uh, Mm -hmm. only if it's pertinent so you know but project blue book quite uh any any closing thoughts on that guys on on what we've heard today or what yeti's you know explained and and passed on the the knowledge well you kind of well actually kind of going you know i watched a tv show on a travel channel called uh paranormal caught on camera or something like that i don't know if it's the deal with the then but it does have a it does show a lot of video of like unidentified or ufos flying over like the pentagon and stuff so i guess it kind of would relate to that right yeah yeah but uh i guess if they're flying over the pentagon and it's real you think they're just trying to gain knowledge of what they we might be doing with our defense or whatever it could be or it could be that they're flying in low for or flying near the pentagon to get a better reception on communication because I mean, it's been theorized that our government's been working with uh, extraterrestrial species for decades. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some would have that that debate that some of these entities that could be, uh, you know, cited or whatnot are are here to help or, you know, guide us in, in, in that sense. You know, I've heard that, that kind of argument. So maybe they're checking up just to make sure... Uh, reminds me of like the 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 Star Trek episode with the duck blind and um, Next Generation, of course, with the duck yeah. blind. You know, keeping up with this. You know, uh, uh, I think they were in like the the Metal Ages. You know, like you know, uh, bow and arrows, all that kind of nonsense. But anyways, they were kind of just keeping up with them. And then the the duck blind went down, and one of the guys got knocked out, and Data got out. It's, it, a whole bunch of nonsense. But anyways. Uh, you know, just making sure that everything's good and studying us, you know. Maybe we were yeah. what they were, you know, we are what they were a long time ago. So, I don't know. That's that's just one of those other kind of uh, debates that are had. What, what's for sure is that they're not going to, those in power are not going to give us the information that they have uh, for one reason or another. And honestly... Uh, a question that, that keeps coming up for me is like, are we ready? That's the other know? thing. That's the other thing, especially with, you know, there there are the debates on the people that, you know, are, are still stuck on a, you know, uh, a, a more religious or, uh, uh, you know, that kind of mi- spiritual mindset in that maybe the, the knowledge of there being things outside of, I don't know, personally, if I found out that there were, you know, aliens or whatnot, that would improve my thought that, hey, I didn't know that. I didn't, that was unknown. What else do I not know? You know, maybe there are things that are still, you know, possible, but we just don't have the knowledge of. But I don't know. Some some are afraid that I think maybe that would destroy that that pillar of society for some people. I don't know. I, I believe it would. You for, think so? For some people. Was, it, was yeah. that on... Uh, what was that movie you were talking about there, Jimmy? Was it Paul? Yeah, Paul. Where the girl was very religious, but then it kind of, I don't know, it shook her with the whole 
Yeah, he put his hand on the head and showed that how uh, that I guess they were saying that it wasn't created. It wasn't created uh, by man or by God. It was, you know, or something by our. Oh no, no. What he said was, if uh, if we're or, like science God and whatnot. Real, somebody, if God was real and he would he created y'all in our, his image, and how do you explain me? And he's just a little alien. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know. I think I think a good uh, uh, apologist could definitely. Uh, fight that whole uh, line of argument. So I, I will at least uh, say that much. A good apologist could can well. <laughs> stick their head in the sand to any argument. <laughs> yeah, of course, that's what they're there uh, for. That's the goal. That's the that is that is their job. And you know, I can't. I mean, maybe in times I've been upset with them and understood that you know it's all hogwash, bullshit, and whatnot. But then again, hey, whatever. Teach their own. I like to yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's that, fine. I love movie though. That's just, it's just an <laughs> awesome movie. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, all fascinating takes and and whatnot. But uh, I'm I'm glad we got to talk about it. I'm glad I'm glad we're able to talk about it. And uh, keep in mind, any viewers out there that are watching this, listening and on the podcast. You can talk about it too. Uh, you know, we're the, we're the show that allows you to either uh, you know email us in and and you know uh, either share your story that way or you know we could you know have you on the show as part of a uh, part of the show either through a recorded spot um, or you know have you on live through our, our Skype uh, 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 username uh, the Unbeknown Podcast. So yeah. um, we're still we're still working on how to get that completely cleared up and have you know no technical issues in the future, but but definitely something that we're gonna want to uh, implement even more so in the future, where people can call in, give their stories, give their takes. Uh, if you're on you know watching us on YouTube, make sure that you're you know commenting down below, uh, letting us know what you think about it or what maybe we've gotten wrong. What, what you think, uh, is a better way of describing these things, you know, let us know, drop a like, drop a dislike, you know, it's all the same, right? No, <laughs> but yeah, make sure you're checking us out on YouTube. Uh, make sure that you're tuning back in on uh, Saturday nights at 7 PM, uh, central time, uh, at, at twitch.tv, you know, the underscore unbeknown. Uh, make sure you're doing that. Make sure you're coming back and then letting us know. But we'd love to have you as part of the show. We'd love to have you as a listener to the podcast as well. Guys, any any parting words? Uh, any kind of uh, shout outs? Uh, any plugs? Uh, you're talking about... Uh, keep in mind, we're, we're a member of a, a podcast uh, uh, coalition network. network. Uh, yeah, give us a little... Podcast network. Was that one more time? TN Horror News po- Podcast Network. And, and what, do you, what do you guys do on there as far as uh, podcasts that y'all kind of cover? I know Yeti, I think you just worked on one today. Was that correct? Yeah, yeah. Me, me and Jimmy and our buddy Johnny, we do uh, the Horror Basement. We, uh, we talk, you know, we have a movie of the week and then we have two other topics. Sometimes they uh, meld into the movie of the week. Sometimes we just talk about news or whatever we feel like talking about that's interesting. It's not a serious podcast. It's a really laid back, 
there's three really different perspectives on movies there, so we kind of, I mean, it's we have a good time. It's a uh, horror and more, and a little sense of humor. Then we've got a, uh, it's a horror podcast, and they do, they do like they, five of uh, their favorite horror movies of each uh, subgenre of horror. Uh, we got Wes and Kevin that host, or, uh, host that show. And, and you guys have, have done like uh, on the road type uh, events as well, I think, from what I kind of viewed as well. Yeah, that's on our YouTube channel. It's uh, THN on the road. That's when we cover uh, movie pr- movies that we premiere or screen at Full Moon Cineplex. Or like recent, the most recent one was when we went, uh, we was on set for Deadlines, which me and Johnny are in that movie, and other Tennessee Horror News uh, members. Um, Deadlines, a vampire movie, it's coming out next year. Me and Johnny uh, was detectives in it, and uh, first time being in a film, and man, it is pretty crazy to see that. Be made in front of you. How you see the the sausage being made, how... All the work and time to go in, you know, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of work. And then it's, you know, anywhere between like a 15 minute to, you know, two hour type presentation. Yeah. The crazy thing is me and Johnny, we only had like two or three lines and it took us over an hour because they, you know, they don't have the luxury because it's indie horror of having multiple cameras. So they have to set up for multiple angles, angles. close-ups and all that stuff so you, like if there's a clock on the wall every time that clock has to be reset if it's in the scene oh so. yeah <laughs> think about that it's, yeah those are, those are the things that would would definitely show up in my movies if i ever made any yeah whatever it all works but yeah it's, uh it's definitely interesting to watch it be made and you know we uh we that's what thn on the road covers is we you know we enter we got to interview some of the actors and the directors and and uh, I think two two ep- or one episode before that we was at uh, Dread Hollow in Chattanooga, a haunt there. So we try to you know cover all kinds of stuff when we get to go on the road and uh, everything. And um, we actually got to do a premiere of uh, Death Breed at Full Moon Cineplex, which is Ben and Stacy's movie, and it was also uh, the premiere of. What was it? Uh, they were screening the same night. They were screening uh, "Return to Newcom High" Volume One. Lloyd Kaufman was there. Uh, yeah, Yeti got to uh, fanboy over Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, I've only been like I've done a ton of interviews, and I've been ner- like super nervous twice. One was when we when I interviewed Lloyd Kaufman because uh, I did it sober. Uh, it was dumb. <laughs> Lloyd. Lloyd uh, Lloyd is a, a personal hero of mine. He's he's just an amazing voice for not just horror movies and fucked up movies, but for in, like truly independent filmmaking in in general. He's such a and he's such a sweet man. He's he's so free with his time. And I mean, Lloyd Kaufman's just he's just a gem. And uh, another time that really had me nerved out was we interviewed the uh, the great and powerful Joe Bob Riggs, and uh, I was a had a little case of the nerves there, but that was fun. Good deal. Now, and Yeti, you have a you have a uh, what what I'm trying a column, correct? That you that you do weekly. Uh, 
Yeah, I usually it's weekly. Sometimes fucking life gorilla dicks me, and I I don't get one out. But uh, I'm, I'm head writer at Tennessee Horror News, and I try to do uh, fuck up Fridays every week. I watch extreme horror, uh, disturbing movies, just like super gory stuff. Uh, recently, I did Nico B's Pig. I've done Men Behind the Sun. We talked about that a little bit last yeah, we week. Had a discussion uh, on that. That was fascinating. Not the a movie I would Serbian. check out, but <laughs> oh yeah, most of them probably aren't like Serbian film. I've revisited that twice now, and uh, really gave it the love it deserves. Uh, films like Martyrs, you know, just just things that that'll fucking either really gross you out or take a piece of your soul with you when, when you watch it. I do try to do that once a week, um, and then it, and sometimes I'll, I'll work in a movie and it sucks, and I don't want to write about it. <laughs> so, you know, these things happen, but usually every week, fucked up Fridays is a thing. Like I said, I do I do reviews, I do some uh, articles and stuff there on Tennessee Horror News. I also write for a site called The Dead Walk Online. That's the deadwalk dot org. Uh, we're over there. We do more of a uh, we're more focused on exploitation films, uh, old school zombie movies, uh, splatter films, stuff like that. Like kind of a kind of a grindhouse uh, site. You know, for people who who like the shit kind of on the fringes of horror, I, I, I fucking I'm a managing editor over there. So I mean, we've got a really great team. We got a great team at Tennessee Horror News. Check out both sides. Check out TN Horror News for independent horror, for new stuff that's coming out, for deep cut fucked up films, and check out the Deadwalk for some some Fulci, some Romero, and uh, a little bit of maybe some Eitenbach if you're into that. It's good times. Uh, hey, and I forgot to mention that uh, THN on the road will actually be, I think it's September, in uh, West Virginia, right? Uh, we'll be at the Mothman Festival. So get to Mothman see a Festival. Yeah, so that goes in perfect with this. So we'll try to get some interviews. Uh, and uh, maybe we can uh, get a live uh, on there, or I can have it or something, whatever. Uh, yeah, okay. you'll figure it all out. Well, uh, yeah. So I mean, things are going on. I'm, I, me personally, uh, this podcast, of course, working on it, doing things, trying to get it better. Like I mentioned before, you could check out our Patreon if you're able, willing. You know, you're have have the money and the resources to do so to to help us out to improve. Uh, you can check us out on Patreon, The Unbeknown Podcast, Unbeknown, Unbeknown, The Unbeknown, something along those lines. It should be in the description down below on YouTube. I, I'm drawing a blank on it right now. Don't have that information. My spot broke. I, I don't know I what believe, uh, on our YouTube page, I got it in the right corner where you can click it. If you're on the inter- regular internet, you're okay. on the Cool deal. Excellent. Good deal. Um, well, you know, we got that. And uh, I'm here soon. Hopefully going to be doing a little bit more of my gaming stuff I'm, i don't know if people are aware but i'm a pc gamer i do all sorts of gaming i'm starting up a channel working on a channel it's called geo's musings uh you can find that on youtube as well uh if you're willing and able you can hit the subscribe button there and uh check out when i put out any new videos i play all sorts of games i have all sorts of takes not yet but i'm getting there this is kind of 
you know, a work in progress progress on that, but uh, just something that I do as well outside of uh, the Unbeknown podcast. But uh, with all of that being said, I'd like to thank everybody that's tuned in, uh, the viewers that are on Twitch right now, and any people that are checking us out on YouTube as well. Uh, don't forget the podcast. Uh, our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, SoundCloud, uh, it's on uh, iTunes. Know, iTunes, the whole group. Spotify, Spotify, we're we're out of, we're everywhere that you look for us in your grocer's freezer. Yeah, check us out there. Uh, but yeah, so we're all around. But we'd like to thank you for tuning in, and uh, hope you do so next week. Uh, like I said, we're not gonna have a live show next week uh, in the sense that we we have been having the past two Saturdays uh, next week. Uh, Jim Jam's gonna be celebrating a birthday. He's got some uh, some parties planned that weekend, so uh, we'll be checking that out, seeing what's going on, uh, throwing a bash. And I don't think we're gonna be uh, uh, in a state to do a podcast at that point. Um, but uh, uh, hopefully, the plan is to have a recorded show available for you next week, same time, same place, seven. PM Central Time on Twitch.tv. Uh, look up the uh, underscore. Un- I'm sorry. Yeah, the underscore unbeknown. The place that you might be watching it right now. But uh, if you're listening on on the uh, podcast, but uh, check that out. Hopefully, the uh, the topic of that show will be time travel. Uh, time travel and how it's been portrayed in uh, all forms of media. Uh, the different types of theories and and how it kind of works, which is extremely fascinating to me. I think that's maybe my my go-to thing. I love time travel and, and how it's been portrayed and, and how I think it would all play out. So hopefully we'll have that up next week, and then the following week we'll probably be talking a bit more about time travel. So we, we hope that you all check that out. Guys, you got any final words? Just appreciate you all checking us out. The government's lying to you. The truth is out there. Project Blue Book. Yes, I will believe. <laughs> all right, guys, and we'll see you all next time. If you're watching live on Twitch, stick around for the uh, post show. Uh, but before we do that, let's see if this spot will work. Come on!